Hey, this is Chris from Lesson Jake, and you are listening to Rock at Night. This is Sharice with Rock at Night, and I am speaking with... Less than Jake, guys. Hi, I'm JR. And Roger. I'm Chris, and we're here with Sharice from Rock at Night, based out of Tampa, Florida, but worldwide in the UK, France, Germany, Canada, Australia, UK. I said that. Canada, I said that. Uh, we're talking to a Florida band, and of course we know Rocket Night is based out of Florida here. Uh, you guys are veterans in, the, nice, in, this, in a nice way. It's a big word for old, but thank you. Okay. Thank you. You're veterans in the music scene. What are some of the changes that you've seen through the years that are good and that are bad? The internet. That answers both questions. That's good and bad. It's been good and bad. Um, it's been good because communication factor is better now. Uh, getting around our music around the world it's easier now getting our music for free is around too but that's okay that's just kind of part of the whole thing yeah, it's not so much that, that we're bummed from a money aspect it's that music has become a little more disposable you know it's just kind of like you can you can listen to whatever you want on Spotify YouTube for free you don't, you're not paying for anything and when you used to have to pay for it at least I feel you valued it a little bit more so I think that the, the newer generation it's kind of like they're, they're hit with so much it's it's hard to actually find what you what you do like a little bit it's almost overwhelming too because there's too many choices now yeah I yeah for sure and it's not just music I mean you're hit with so much uh, uh, you know social media every day it's uh, it's a lot Years ago, competition between bands was just bands, but now you're competing against hockey games and baseball games and wrestling events, and you know what I mean? It's entertainment dollar versus just uh, music dollar. They have all those things, but now they're all in one place at the exact same time. They weren't like, you know, so. But then now, but that, but then now we have a world market. People can tune into your music and buy it on iTunes, sure. or I mean, someone in let's say Indonesia might be listening sure. to your. I mean, on the on the same token, what you just said. I mean, uh, you know, we we were kind of late bloomers getting to South America. We didn't get down there until 2007, and when we went down there, it was insane. I mean, we played to 4,000 people in Sao Paulo, 3,000 people in Rio, have, having never been there, and that was the internet swell of 10 years of internet from 97 to 2000. That so you're right, you know, so it, it worked. It works good in both ways. The fans in South America, they're, they're pretty appreciative. I used to live in Venezuela, so they, they do love music. Uh, what are some of the most grateful fans or the nicest fans? Where, where, who are they? I would say Japan. I, for some reason, we have a certain connection with fans there, and they are so energetic and respectful and just kind of going completely insane. And then when the songs stop, you know, Japanese fans are completely silent and and very polite and just trying to like hear what you're going to say so they can understand your english and and know what you're trying to say to them and uh it's a uh, one of the few places that we've ever had you know fans waiting at the train station for us to sign stuff and fans like figuring out what hotel we're going to be at so they can show up and give us gifts and stuff like that so that that would definitely be like number one on my list of like you know you can really feel the appreciation for us there fans in the u.s 
how do they differ here? I mean, here probably they're there with their cell phones and text messaging. Do they do that? That's kind of everywhere now. Um, but what, you, what was the second half of that you were going to say? Oh, um, no, fans here are great. Um, it's it's kind of regionally here. You know, you'll you, you got your insane rock and roll fans in places like Chicago and Detroit, and and then uh, it, not talk, talking trash about Southern California. But when you're in in, in L.A., it's kind of like. They get every band that comes there, so they're a little jaded. It's like you got to prove you got to prove to me that you're 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 worth 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 your uh, weight and salt. So, um, you know, it's uh, but kind of like several different markets in the states that kind of feel a little different. If you want to break them down and call them markets, but it's just music scenes, you know, it's just different music scenes, different vibes. But uh, definitely, like there's definitely places where the energy is on par with a South America or like the UK, where we're we're really well received in the UK and. You know, that feeling, that's no different than when we play in Chicago or in Denver or something. What are some of the venues that you've played in the U.K.? Oh, man. I'm all all no. O2. All we've played all the O2s. Uh, we've played a whole bunch of the different academies. We used to play at the Astoria. Every festival you could think of. We've played every festival. We've done, we've done the uh, uh, Download. We've done Reading and Leeds. Boomtown this last year, and that was, that was unreal. That was unreal. Probably every major uni, uh, from Sheffield to London to Liverpool. We played all the the big unis. So, and a lot of the smaller uh, grassroots festivals we've we've done over there. So, uh, we've been touring the UK since '99 and all, gone almost every year over there. So, we've done quite a bit. What's special about Vans Warped compared to some of the uh, other? Kevin Lyman makes it special. Yeah, I mean, you know, we could. There's a lot of things that make it special. The one thing to me, the greatest thing. There's not another tour around the world that that, that it's seven in the morning. It starts up. It's done by eight thirty nine at night. By eleven midnight, the trucks are on the road, and when you wake up the next morning, the whole circus is back up. There's no tour that exists like that. So it's totally organized. Totally. Uh, it's organized chaos. You didn't say organized. But it gets up every day. Yeah. Easy. Oh, okay. Sorry. What? One more question. Younger, cuter bands need to talk to. Yeah, I know. Translation. Uh, Last, last question. Are there any particular nonprofits or charitable organizations that you favor? We love Keep Abreast. They're a great organization. They've always been supportive of our band, and uh, I we definitely support what they do too. You know, it's very. I think it's an important important organization we've always backed amnesty international and they've again always supported us and we've always been uh happy to uh you know spend some time with those guys and do whatever we can for them are you guys involved in politics just out of curiosity the only politics that we're into this year is we're going on the warp tour for one reason and that's to make the warp tour great again period that's our politics we'll be campaigning all summer having rallies daily at the vans warp tour we need to educate the kids on how to have a good time and make warp tour great again Dad always told me never talk about politics, religion, money, or your best friend's wife. And so I, I talk about none of those. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for the intro melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>